what's up y'all i'm tay you've officially tuned in to tea time with tay now you're probably sitting back thinking what the heck did i just get myself into well you have signed up for a weekly dose of the top three juiciest pieces of celebrity gossip I'm going to give you my honest, raw, true opinion of how I feel your favorite celebrities acted a fool this week. So, get your teacups ready because it's on now. Hi guys, it's me in another episode of Tea Time with Tay. Wow, my head itches. Okay, so... It's been a week. Um, I want to kind of like be famous for real and like break it down into like season one, season two. But I have to figure out how I'm going to do that. But yeah, it's been a week. Um, let's see what's happened in these this past week. So the reason I didn't put out an episode last week was because I was exhausted from my big girl job. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, it's like my job is mentally draining and last week it was just, you know, trying to get acclimated and stuff. And so this past week I've been, um, I don't know, I've been in like a mood, been really kind of like homesick a little bit, but it's not really like, oh, I missed like Gary. Wow. I'm going to get some flack for that one. Um, it's more of like, I miss my friends and stuff that, um, I left there and I I just wish I could have picked them up and brought them with me <laughs> so if you guys listen to this I really miss you guys because I don't have friends and so this is the thing about like living in Ohio right now is that you know it's been a lot of I don't know I mean it's cool it's not bad like I I'm having a great time kicking it with my co-workers and stuff but it just gets to a point where it's like wow I wish I had black friends <laughs> you know what that narrows it down that really does narrow it down that's really what it is like I love the friends that I have that are white like y'all are dope but then it's just like a to a certain extent where I want to like go to brunch and be ratchet or like you know do like certain things that you can only do with black people and I don't really have that so I'm kind of you know in a little, a little bit of a mood, but I'll be okay. So, we can kick it off with, let's just go ahead and get started. Guilty Pleasure of the Week. Chris Brown's new album comes out next week, but that's really not my guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure of this week has been Ari Lennox. And if you have not listened to her album, Shea Butter Baby, you need to go ahead and listen to it. Because it is phenomenal. It has been out for a while now, so... That's really y'all fault that y'all have not listened to it. But I listened to it when it first came out. And then you know how you like listen to an album. You're like, oh, this is dope. But you listen to a couple songs. But I've just been letting her album ride for like the last two days. And so then she's with um, Dreamville. And Dreamville put out this little mixtape shadig. And she is on a song called Got Me with Ty Dolla Sign, Drizzy, and... um. I want to say, is that, that's not bad. Give me a second. I want to say that's him, but I don't think that that's him. Um, darn, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's like this little mistake is 18888 dream. Um, 
and it got two songs and one of the song one song is um down bad and the other song is got me and got Ari Lennox on it and that song is dope so listen to that too actually never mind okay so that's definitely been my guilty pleasure of the week Let's kick it off with my pet peeve because I feel like I haven't talked about how much niggas ain't spit in the last couple of weeks because I've been trying to get y'all Negroes the benefit of the doubt. But let's talk about how y'all ain't spit. I am fed up with clearly expressing my intentions with people and them still doing whatever it is that they want to do or feeling however it is that they want to feel. Like, I am tired of lit. I've literally have been extremely vocal about the fact that I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be with certain people. And I really like am in a place in my life where I just want friends. Like you can be a, like, I don't even want to call it a companionship because then that just takes them into like, Oh, well there, there is no one day. There is no maybe. I just want to kick it with myself for about like eight, or nine months like really before I could dang near a year before I could really truly give myself again to somebody else because I can't do that right now and I just don't understand why y'all Negroes don't understand that like I can't ever be friends just friends with somebody like it always gets to a point because a I have an amazing personality period and then b I um I'm just like really cool, really down to earth. I really don't ask for a lot. I could do my own stuff. I take care of myself. I don't need anything from anybody per se. And I mean, if I'm open to like, okay, well, we could be friends. We could kick it. Why you always got to take it to another level? Like, I don't want to talk about sex because I don't want to have sex with you. I'm not trying to do anything outside of we could go grab a bite to eat. Probably not because I really don't want to be seen with you either. Like... <laughs> I really just want to like kick it with myself and I am so tired of having to just completely vocalize that every time I have a conversation with some people. It's really getting on my nerves. And before y'all ask, ooh, mm, before y'all get blocked, I really just want y'all to listen and understand. Leave me alone. For real. Like for real. I I can't even tell y'all the levels of effed up I am. Like, I really just can't even express to y'all how messed up my head is at this moment. And I need the time for me to work through that. And if people can't get that, then you need to A, just like block me and find somebody that's willing to like deal with you and all your bullshit. Or B, understand that. And just have the decency, the common dignity to allow me to work through whatever it is that I'm working through. Like, for real. Like, I've never been in a position like this before. Just, like, where I'm just, like, like my heart just hurts. Um, Yeah, I don't really feel like getting so deep off down off into it. But, for real, my heart is just hurts. And, um, I cannot give love like and i think i i think i've gotten to a conversation like i don't i want to give you everything i don't want no because at some point it has to be reciprocated i can't just consistently be a d-bag like i have to at least at some point care about your feelings and i really don't give a crap about anybody's feelings about but my own like it's really bad 
but i mean i just have a list of people right now that are really just my priority and i don't have time to put in new people because new people takes like energy and that takes me actually caring about how your day went when i really don't even talk to people every day there's there are two people that i talk to every single day some people i really don't even talk to every day no that's three people three people i talk to every single day some people i don't even text them like i really it's really bad and i'm really trying to get back to who i am and myself but it just really takes time and i would just really freaking appreciate it if people would understand that stop being so goddamn selfish like that's really what that is you're just being selfish y'all saw ever this is really what it is First of all, I really think that this is, like, really trash for to begin with. I've been in technically a relationship for, like, the last two years. And so then, niggas found the opportunity and was like, oh, yay, she's single and tried to swoop in like Captain Save-A-Ho and save the day. No, I'm not interested. Like, that was two years that I spent and now I have like that was two years that I spent technically like preparing myself to be somebody's wife and now that's not happening so I have to like take a step back and like just like be by myself and understand fully what it is to be by myself I haven't been by myself for a while I don't know what that looks like I don't know how that feels and honestly sometimes it freaking sucks and I do not have the energy to put into something else and I really find that I really feel that it's just like effed up that in that moment of like vulnerability pain and just pure like like I said heartbreak like my heart hurts y'all negroes decided that that was the prime opportunity to try and come and insert yourselves into somebody's life that's effed up it's effed up like go find some all of these broads whew, wow I need to stop this conversation because I'm about to start like really ripping off cosplayers all of these broads that's like literally emotionally available go talk to them leave me alone like for real for real for real i really can't even tell you the next time i will be completely fully invested in another dude i don't know what that looks like i don't even know the time frame i feel like god has to come down and really like tap me on my shoulder and say yo tay that's your husband and then at that moment then we can i'll have a conversation with him but as of right now i don't see dudes all i see is money and I ain't got time for the BS. Leave me alone, dude. For real. Like, don't call me. Don't text me. Don't call me and don't text me if you want some BS. If you want bull, leave me alone. Get blocked. I swear to God, I'll block you. All right. Sorry. That's my pet peeve of the week. All right. <laughs> that was a lot. Okay. Top three topics for this week. Are drum roll please. Ooh, that's not what I wanted to do. B Scott. <sighs> Let me remember what they were. One of them. Yeah, okay. Top three topics for the week are people are still dying. Um and the Dominican. That's really not a topic. I really I'm going to say one thing on that and one thing only. I don't understand why y'all still going out there. 
I really don't. The first, the, when I saw one person dead, I was like, oh, no, nah, we good. Okay, top three topics. First, we're going to talk about how Nicki Minaj called Miley Cyrus Purdue Chicken. Then we're going to talk about how... I want to talk about Wendy Williams, but I really don't want to talk about Wendy Williams, so we're not going to talk about Wendy Williams. My girl Cardi has been indicted on 14 charges related to when she had uh, them people go and jump them strippers. So we're going to talk about that. And then um, we're going to talk about how Kent, how Khloe Kardashian is just reaping a whole bunch of karma. So let's get started. Let's talk about Khloe. Okay, so in recent news, Chloe's um, life is still up in the air because her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson, ain't spit. But we all knew that he wasn't spit because, um, actually, I want to switch a topic. So we'll talk about Chloe. We'll talk about Cardi. And then I want to talk about how Matthew Knowles was talking about colorism. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about Chloe. So, boom. Chloe, because yeah, her husband, I mean, her baby daddy Tristan ain't spit, but we all knew that he wasn't spit. And it's not our fault that, you know, she didn't know that he wasn't spit. So later in the week, last, um, a week ago, not last week, but a week ago, um, Radar Online has been finding, uh, has been taking snippets from his, her their his deposition with his previous baby mama Jordan Craig. Now, if you don't know, let's give you guys the rundown real quick. Tristan and Chloe were set up on a blind date by one of his teammates. I don't think that dude plays for the Cavs anymore, but anyway. Um Tristan and his teammate was set Tristan set up Chloe and him on a blind date. But Tristan was still dating Jordan and still had a pre and she was pregnant. She was like five, six months pregnant at the time. Tristan starts gallivanting across um, L.A. with Chloe and his family only like three to four weeks after that first blind date. And Jordan, uh, poor Jordan, was just pregnant. He didn't go to her baby shower. He didn't go to the birthday child. And he just really didn't spend time with her at all. So. Recently, during a child support battle, because Jordan is filing for child support because he has not paid anything for them, um, all this stuff is coming out. And it happened in January, so, you know, the stalkers have looked into papers, because that's not private, and have found snippets of conversations that Jordan has had with her lawyer. Now, previously, um, she was saying that she was at home pregnant and Jordan, poor Jordan, found out that Chloe and Tristan were gallivanting all throughout LA at the same time we did. Meanwhile, he was still, you know, being a nigga, texting her, to, uh, saying he loved her, all this crap, yada, yada, yada. Chloe comes out and states that she did not know that he was still doing what he was doing and her truth, I got air quotes around that, her truth is that her and um, Tristan were set up and everybody in Tristan's camp, like his friends, his mom. I don't know why you allow your mama on his mama like that. All stated that the relationship between Tristan and Jordan was over. 
So now in recent reports, radar online from radar radar online, Tristan has spent roughly Mm, we're gonna say about a half a million dollars on just the kardashian family so that includes gifts private jets fine dining um like at nobu and stuff uh he's been going but that's just on chloe and he was only giving jordan 15k a month and this is before chloe even had the baby now recently um she so they did ask when when asked if he provided any gifts for his son thompson record replied of course like any father should he was just like dropping in buying gifts doing all this other type of stuff and so now she is he has since According to like May, he is required to give Jordan forty thousand a month and back two hundred k in radio retroactive child support. So my whole thing about that is this could have all been well avoided if you just remembered that you were in a relationship. So this is what I can't stand about Negroes is that I can't stand the fact that. So, that's the thing about Tristan. Tristan is a dude, and he saw an opportunity, and he took it. Like normal dudes. Khloe Kardashian is single. Of course, I want to go on a date with her. Even though she's really not that cute. And they just posted a video of her on the shade room trying to dance, like trying to walk, do a catwalk. And she looked like she was stomping roaches. Ugh. She just makes me sick nowadays. And now how she keep posting all these videos on, like, these little memes and her story, like love is a verb and you have to show me action <laughs> ah okay so <laughs> so like i'm not <laughs> i'm not laughing <laughs> i'm not laughing at oh oh i can't breathe okay I'm not laughing at the fact that she... I'm laughing at the fact that, like... <laughs> Girl, this happened, like, four or five months ago. I get it. You upset. Your whole little fit. Your life blew up in your face. But that's the thing about it. Is that karma is a fat B. Like, a fat one. I am a true believer in what you put into the universe is what you get out. That's why I just be trying to put positivity into the universe. Like, I spread positivity to everybody. I try to be as happy as I can. And if people, like, if people really got something negative to say about me, they got a problem with me. Because I ain't never did nothing to nobody, for real, for real. Well, that was one. But that ain't my problem. <laughs> well, I take ownership of that. But I'm not about to, like, just be out here negative and so my thing about it is that i chloe is trying to make it seem like she just did not know that jordan well she's trying to make it seem like that she she's justified in her actions because everybody else was saying that it was done i would have like first of all i would have been apprehensive because she was pregnant like there's no way there is first of all there's no way that i'm dating i don't date people with kids at all we've had this discussion but i will say that 
you know, so there's no way I would have ever done that. But let's use it in the scenario that maybe I would have. I would have first reached out to her. Actually, probably not reached out to her. I probably would have not even allowed him to be doing half the things that he was doing because he has a child on the way. Like, she didn't force him to be a dad. That's that's the problem that happens with a lot of people that enter baby mama, baby daddy issues. And I was just telling one of my best friends, like, I was telling Layla, I said, I'm, I, you see way more pregnancies than you see marriages. And then you see a lot more people having baby daddies. I just refuse to be somebody's baby mama. I refuse. I want to be somebody's wife. Because then in a certain standpoint, when there's instances of, like, you know, care and you know something was to happen that's my husband you know it's a whole different reaction when y'all are planning for a life instead of when you accidentally get pregnant and then somebody feels pressured into having a child i don't want that i don't want to have those issues i don't want to have those problems i want to walk into a room and say baby i'm pregnant woohoo turn up like that's what i want and so but i feel like that's just me and my mindset but i would have never allowed for him to be anything less than a father and so the chloe's problem is now that she her dad was magnificent and tristan is just half ass sorry gotta stop cussing um tristan is half a doing this and he but he's also 29 years old like he's 29 years old he has two kids and he really just wants to like kick it and live his life i think he might be like 28 28 29 like the dude only like four or five years older than me like he just want to kick it and live his life like he didn't re re just got all of these responsibilities and all he want to do is play basketball is is that fair no but does she know how to pick them yes like she's on like two ends of the spectrum it's either you pick this old strung out dude on crack or you pick this young dude that don't have a care in the world about anything like her relationship should have never ended in a child and i feel like she just is in this scenario of like i didn't expect to be a single mom i want my child to grow up with his with her dad and blah 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 yada 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 but you didn't start off the relationship right i'm you have to start off a relationship in a with a true foundation your foundation was rocky as heck like nothing about it was it was just right you were dating somebody that if he's let's say that they weren't together let's say they claim she he claimed they weren't together she was still pregnant so at a certain extent it's like yo did you call her did you check on her did you go to this doctor's appointment introduce yourself something let's say that that was the case that they weren't together you still were not forcing that man to be a man or Actually, you shouldn't have had to force him, but you weren't reassuring that he was doing the things that he was doing. Because at a certain point, it's like, wow, you just spent all this time with me, but Jordan is about like seven months. Has, has she had a doctor's appointment? Has, do you have any updates? Let me see a picture. Have you talked to her? Have you called her? You didn't been out here with me like two months. Like so At some point, something should feel fishy. She's so superficial and she's so selfish that she didn't see that. They are so self-absorbed within their own family. And so I just find it really hard for me to even feel sorry about the fact that this stuff happened with her and Jordan. And then beforehand when she was pregnant and he was um, sleeping with other people because it's just like, A, first of all, he's not attracted to Chloe. 
<laughs> so I don't even know why he was with Chloe because every person he cheated on with have has been black. <laughs> so there's that. And then the second thing is it's just karma. Like I find it ironic that you stole a man from a black woman and he cheated on you twice with a black woman. I think that that's comedic. That's comedy relief to me. But I guess whatever. I guess the moral of this story, people, is, you know, keep your keep your pants, keep your legs closed. Date people that's single. Date if you if you don't have kids, date somebody that don't have kids. If you do have kids, date somebody with kids. If you single and you don't have kids and you date somebody with kids, just understand the parameters. You go you're you're entering into I'm not going to say you're going to enter into BS. You're entering into a lot of responsibility. Like, at that point, you've placed yourself in stepmother mode and or stepfather mode. And if you want to be with that person, those people kids come too. They come with the package. Me, I don't want kids to come with the package. I don't have kids. So I don't need to be with somebody that got kids. I'm really high. I'm not high maintenance. I require a lot of attention, and I don't like the let me call you back because my mom, my my child calling me phone calls. Like, I that's just me though. I I don't. But I also like. There's been certain dudes that have tried to like make me feel like how I feel is wrong or like that's real messed up. Like, no, you chose to lay down and do what you did and have a baby. I chose to run far away from that street. I don't want to go down that road just yet. And when I do, I want to, A, be the only person that my husband has had children with. And then, B, I want us, like, it's just the foundation. It's the principle. It's how life works, the circle of it. I don't want to do this out of order. For all practical purposes, my mama didn't do it out of order. So why should I? <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. All right. Topic number two. Matthew Knowles says Beyonce's career benefited from her lighter skin and Kelly Nolan suffered. So let's read the article. So in an interview with the Clay Kane show on Sirius XM's Urban View, Knowles said that he taught a college class that did its own research study on colorism and music spanning a 15-year a period of 15 years and found that overwhelmingly light-skinned black women fared better than darker toned divas, especially at top 40 radio. Among the beneficiaries of the perceived bias cited by Nose or Kane were Alicia Keys, Mariah Carey, Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce. In the music industry, there is still segregation. Programmers, especially at pop radio, have this imagery of what beauty looks like. If you if you look back even at Whitney Houston, if you look at those photos, how they lighten her to make her look lighter complexioned. Because there's a perception and a colorism. The lighter that you are, the smarter and more economically advantaged. There is a perception all around the world about color. Even with black folks, there's a perception. Um, blah, blah, blah. He stated, asked by Kane, that if that prejudice toward lighter tones had any impact on Beyonce's career, No said, I think she would have had, I think it would have affected her, it would have affected her success. And I use Kelly Rowland as an example. She's a great example, but you know, the great thing is Kelly did exceptional outside of America, especially in Australia. Kelly sold over 4 million records. She just got off the script. 
So, this ain't nothing new, but I feel like it's a good conversation um, that everybody should talk about. I was watching this show called Good Trouble. Okay, I'll start here. I don't necessarily like Matthew Knowles. Um, he just, he was just doing a lot. Um, but I do like that the conversation is being had and then he used his daughter as a, um, example. Beyonce is extremely talented, um, but I feel like Kelly has a stronger voice than her. Um, that's just my opinion. Oh, please don't throw me off a cliff. Because y'all be kidding. The beehive be just like crucifying people. I ain't never met. I ain't never seen a group of people that just like attacks. <laughs> like, well, I guess that makes sense. Because that's how bees really are. <laughs> like, it's like you just minding your own business. Stating your own opinion. They like. Like, they just just like throw you. It's just like a swarm of bees just all over your face. And then you get, when you finally come up out of it, you all swollen looking like Will Smith from Hitch. Like, you need tons of Benadryl. Like, God dog. Like, woof. But whatever. I can take it. Um, I think Beyonce is extremely talented. She, but I just also feel like, I feel like Kelly thrives just a little bit more. I think Kelly has better sex appeal. I think she's extremely beautiful. And, you know, I don't like, the topic of colorism has to come up. I feel like at a certain point, you know, for me, I, you, I can't control what color I came out. But I can control what I say, how I speak, what I teach my children, um, what I uh, talk to my friends, the people that I have amongst me, like the wide variety of friends that I have, uh, speaking beauty into their lives. Like I have tons of beautiful chocolate people in my life that I just enjoy their skin color. I'm like, you are so pretty. Um, I enjoy their melanin, you know, some, sometimes I wish I was a little bit darker. And I think that's kind of like the catch 22 between people is like, you have dark skinned people that wish they were lighter. You have lighter skinned people that wish they were darker. Um, but just for him to open up the conversation and say, I know my daughter's career took off because of the color of her skin, because it's a fact. I'm sorry. Let's just, let's just think about all the people that, um, whose careers are at this, like, halt um jasmine sullivan has a fantastic voice um but let's just think about her like she's dark-skinned and she you know she i'm not gonna say she's fat because she's not fat but she's a thicker woman people don't really find like you you hear people say she's not attractive i think she's beautiful um what's that girl from uh glee oh what's that girl name i think y'all know who i'm talking about but her once again, gorgeous. Um, Fantasia hit the standstill. She was popping at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, it's just like a halt. Um, Brandy, at this certain point in time, she was popping, and now it's just like a halt. Uh, who else do we have? Honestly, the list can just go on and on, but I really feel that in this point in time in life, you also hear... It, ha it has to be talked about because at a certain point, it has to change um, the way that we pin each other against each other in 
our own race is just sad and there has to be something that's done about it you know I'm not going to allow somebody to say, oh, well, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Because what does that mean? Like, no, baby girl, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful regardless of the color of your skin. Like, you are so pretty. Like, we're just going to have those conversations. I'd be like, oh, I think you look gorgeous. You know, I want people to recognize what it is that they're doing. One of my, friend, uh, one of my friends from college, her name's Ravon. She posted this post on... She posted something on her Instagram story that kind of that really struck me. She was saying that she she's like we have to understand how we play a role in colorism and we have to find remember what we're doing to impact that. And she was saying so let's think about the people that you like on Instagram. Like the pictures that you like on Instagram. Are you liking it because it's cute or are you liking it because they are of a lighter complexion or they have better hair or they um look pretty like you have to kind of be cognizant of the things that you're doing to make sure that you don't do it out in the real world so it's just like little things like that are you liking this person's status because you like the status or is it because oh well she cute or oh you know think about stuff like that um take those initial reactions and be proactive in your um a day-to-day life about making sure that you are becoming a better person i think that that when i read those it was like really quick on her instagram story i don't know if she posted it last week or she posted like a week before or something like that i don't know uh but i was like dang that's that's right like you find yourself like do i like this guy because he's cute or do i like him because he's light-skinned and i remember i had this like when i was younger um i was only attracted to light-skinned boys my mama used to say my babies was gonna be clear but whatever it was not until that i got older which i'm like really you know i never found like dark skinned boys unattractive but i was just like uh, you know i just never dabbled into that and um it was not until my what was, was i a freshman no i was a sophomore it wasn't until my sophomore year that I saw this boy that was dark skinned and I said, oh my gosh, who is that? Like, he was gorgeous to me. Like, just gorgeous. I'm not going to hype him up no more because he ain't spit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something about ain't spit niggas. Ain't spit niggas is always the ones that get married first. That's so wild to me. I've seen like six of them in this past year that have gotten married. And I'm like, I guess... <laughs> I would see y'all. I guess that's that's what helps y'all sleep at night. Maybe he changed. He didn't. He ain't spit. Anyway, um, that's when I I started finding myself becoming more and more attracted to other skin complexions and colors and allowing myself to open up to a wide variety of men, which is sad because as a freshman I was fifteen. And I think part of, like my mom has been always been attracted to dark skinned men, but she's always had that adverse effect to be like, ugh, light skinned dudes. Like it's always it's it's always pinning somebody against each other. And so I think that we have to open ourselves. So what I did was open myself up to a variety of if he's fine, he's fine. I don't care what color he is, you know? But then having that conversation with people, I feel like we have to we have got we have to start 
telling people when they're wrong about things. And I say not and not in a negative way, but we have to start having the conversation of you can't say stuff like that. Or don't say stuff like that around me. But I really lean towards towards the side of saying you can't say that. Or I, I do that a lot. I'm like, mom, that, or like, grandma, that's not okay. Like, you can't say, I was like, don't say that. You know, like, that's wrong. Like, whether it's about race or politics or whatever, like, if you feel somebody is shifting over into a direction that's just discriminatory or rude, disrespectful, disrespectful to you, disrespectful to your people, stop them and cut it off right there. That in that's a step of ending that cycle of racism because or discrimination or colorism or whatever because those are learned behaviors you are taught that it is taught in the media that lighter is prettier or lighter is smarter when that's just not true because everybody is everything i just saw a post about aisha i didn't know aisha be pissing me off these days honestly she really getting on my nerves but apparently i didn't know that she was japanese She's Japanese, Jamaican, black, and Polish, right? And so she was on The View, and she said that, I just wish, I've always identified as black, and I just wish that my community was just open to variations of melanin. Half of that's not true. (laughs) Because we are. The problem with that is, why does the black community have to be the only community that's open? You Polish, you Japanese, and you Jamaican. No. Polish, Japanese, what else was she? Jamaican. Her mama Jamaican and German or something. Her daddy Japanese and Polish. Something like that. But you all these different things. And why don't you go over to Germany? Why don't you go to Poland? Why don't you talk to your Japanese side? You know, like, at some point, you're all these different things. You're all these different people. But those are all of your identities. So make each one of them races accept you for the person that you are. The black community is not solely responsible for us to like you because you you identify as black. Okay, yeah, but like you also think about the hat, the biracial people. They have white families, and no, that's a part of them. So they experience life with their white families, just like they experience life with their black families. That girl be putting her foot in her mouth sometimes, and it really be pissing me off. Like, girl, should first of all, Aisha just needs to stop doing interviews. Seth needs to tell they publicists that she can't do that no more. <laughs> she needs to stop. She needs to stop. Interviews is not her forte. She is not good at it. And she needs to cut it out and stop doing them. Because she keeps putting her foot in her mouth. And it's really starting to get on people's nerves. Whew, child. That must have pissed me off. But yeah, so I think that... So just like that. Aisha, no. It's not our sole responsibility to accept your melanin. Everybody, you're the Japanese side of you, the Polish side of you needs to accept your melanin. Okay? And so, so there we go. Cut that off right there. Just like if you have somebody that say, oh, girl, he was fine. Or, uh-uh, I don't like dark dudes. Okay, that's your preference. 
but don't say it in that way. Just say, I don't like, I don't think that he's attractive. You ain't got to put him in the dark nigga category. You don't even have to call him that. Just say, I don't think that he, he's not attractive to me. That's all you got to say. That's it. That's all. You know, like, but start having those, those, those are, these are very important conversations that have to be had and you have to start being proactive and making sure that people are understanding that they can't say certain things they because of like it may be an opinion but shift it in a way that's okay like i i saw this post today that said it was like um girl says say i'm a cook for my man because that's what makes him happy not uh-uh, you need to be cooking for your man or you gonna lose him. Like, everybody don't cook. <laughs> I don't, I don't for real. Like, I mean, I know how to cook, but I spent a lot of time when I was younger making sure everybody was fed that I don't like cooking like that. It was an enjoyable thing. It's not an enjoyable thing for me. It was like a chore. Like, for some people, it's like peaceful and it's like, you know, it brings just like um solace, but for me, it really doesn't. Like, for me, it's like, okay, well, you got to cook. You, you you cook to eat. For That's what that is. So I don't really, like, do it. I've been proactive in making sure that my future husband cooks. That's just going to be his job. I mean, I can do it, but I just feel like, you know, if I keep the house clean and I do everything else, I wash clothes, he, he going to have to fold them. But why can't you cook, you know? <laughs> there we go. If he can't cook, we're going to be eating out a lot. But I don't knock anybody that's like oh girl let me go and cook this dinner for them that's they thing like that's on them but i'm not gonna be like girl uh-uh you approve that nigga don't cook for you like you know you we have got to stop being negative or just having negative opinions against each other you can have your opinion but it doesn't have to be a negative opinion you can have a conversation without saying uh-uh you're stupid because no, that person's not stupid. That's just how they feel. At a certain point, you just have to agree to get disagree and make your point, prove your point. And if you if that person feels like you made a valid argument, you made a valid argument. Like y'all gotta start learning how to debate effectively. Like there shouldn't be like negative effects in debating. But whatever. All right. Next topic. Cardi has been indicted by a grand jury on 14 related charges. Uh, 14 charges related to the strip club brawl. Cardi! Alright, so, Cardi was arrested in October for allegedly ordering an attack on two strip club bartenders um, after the two women claimed they were injured during the brawl when Cardi's people began throwing bottles and chairs. The uh, incident went down last August, which allegedly triggered Cardi accused Jade, after Cardi accused Jade of sleeping with Offset. Alright, Cardi rejected, so apparently there was a plea deal, and Cardi rejected it, which would have given her a conditional discharge in return for pleading guilty to a single misdemeanor. The problem, if she missed up during the conditional period, she would be in big trouble. Prosecution sources told TMZ last month they decided to take the matter to the grand jury because of information they discovered during their investigation. They would not be specific. All right, so if she went to a grand jury, Cardi did something else. And I'm kind of disappointed in you, Cardi. I love you. You are one of the realest people I know. Well, think I know in my head. We best friends in my head. But I had to sip my tea on this one, y'all. 
Cardi. I gotta take another sip. Another one. <laughs> Cardi. Um. So when she did it, I didn't believe it. But then when Nikki Hayden but talked about it, I was like, dang, this really happened. And then when she had the girls on the show, and then when she had the girls in her video, like, Nikki was just being real, real petty. I was like, yo, this is wild. Um, I think the thing that I do have to say about this is, you know, I understand your... I understand her anger because it's like, yo, that's my man. I get that. What I don't understand is the anger out on them, the girls. The only way I can understand it is if there was a situation to where it's like Cardi confronted them and then, you know, girls get bucked and be like, yeah, I slept with him and, you know, so then those are grounds for me to fight you because why you got to be so, like, if you're going to sleep with somebody, be remorseful about it. And you know that they was married, be remorseful about it. Or you knew that they, at least that they was together. Because I think at that point, nobody really knew that they was married. Um, but at least be remorseful about it. Like, be like, dang, girl, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It happened once. Like, I'm not going to do it again. But girls these days is foul. And I know that that's what happened. It was like. Okay, and he's still been in my messages, and he's still been calling me. And I think that, like, people thought Cardi was all talking, no action. And then it was like, boom, here it is. Um, I think Cardi's, the problem that I have with Cardi is that, you know, at a certain point, you got to leave that hood crap alone. And once again, somebody that's only, like, 26, um, you're kind of just, like, you, Cardi just jumped into fame. Her life took off on a wave that she just was not expecting. And you still are the person that you are. Like, and she's and she's always been real and has vocalized that she's going to be who she is. And she's going to do what she want to do. Um, and so, you know, at a certain point, you have to just, like, take yourself out of that mentality. I ain't fought for real since I was really, really young. But I there was this one time when I was at a bar and I pushed this girl into a, a popcorn machine. Because I can't stand when you're at a bar and or you're anywhere for real. And like white people just don't say excuse me. And I'm sorry, I have to use that because that's just not how peop other people of color are. Oh well other, I'm not even gonna say people of color. Other people are. They literally will walk past you and, like, knock you over and act like they didn't just knock you over. I'm like, do excuse you. Like, I don't know. I just don't know. And the girl turned. I said, excuse you. And the girl turned around and was like, I didn't touch you. I'm like, yes, you did. Knock my popcorn all over the ground. And if you know me, you know I love popcorn. And I especially love bars with popcorn. And she goes, ugh. And I was like, excuse you. So then she, like, tries to, like, come up, push me and all this other type of stuff. So then that happened and blah, blah, blah. So the reason I don't like doing stuff like that is because the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to see a black girl and a white girl getting into it. And what they're going to do, the black girl get arrested. So I got kicked out. But whatever. I ain't care. The bar was janky anyway. Um, I've been kicked out of worse places. Um, 
I would say in her, in like, so, but that being said, you know, Cardi's not black, but she is like Hispanic. So, you have, she just, you just have to be careful because things like this happen. The other thing is that people was waiting to make an example out of her. Like, it's not only just make an example, but just really try to like, put the knife in and just twist it because it's like a lot of people don't feel like she should be as famous as she is they don't feel like she should have the awards and the accolades that she does and it's like that's not they problem that's not her problem that's their opinion but people gonna do whatever it takes to make sure that you fall and that's just the thing and is that fair no is that is there an extent where it's like you know but you so you start to make sure that you're on top of your game consistently. Um, I've seen her over, ever since that's happened trying to do that. But I think it's kind of like too late now that it's 14 felony charges. Um, also, you got a kid. Like, your, your baby daddy got three other kids. I think it's like four of them. He ain't got time for that. Who you gonna lead culture with? Like, that's your career now. What if you gotta go to jail? Like, you know, now you in jail. And you allowing, like, you know, you allowing other people to, like, consistently. This is a game. And you gotta play the game. And, like, right now, Cardi ain't on a wave of, like, with who? Like, Megan kind of swooped in and created it to be a hot girl summer. This ain't Cardi summer. Cardi summer was last year. Like, Everybody has their ride, and I think that she just kind of, like, took it to a level of, like, damn, Cardi, like, for real, like, dang. So, I don't know. I think that this, I think 14 counts may be excessive, but it also depends on what they found, because at that time, it was just um, the fact that she hired them, so it was a misdemeanor, and she was guilty by association, but... It whatever it is that they found and then they're not disclosing, I just pray it's not something that is detrimental to her life and her career. Um, cause she is only twenty six and Cardi don't need to go to jail for like fifteen years. That's just she just don't need to do that. So I mean, the system ain't built for us. And we all know that. We all know that. So yeah, I would just I don't know, it's kinda messed up and I just wish that she took a higher route. I wish that she had people in her camp at that time that would have told her to take a higher route. Because at that point, like, you know, at that point in her fame, she still had all her ghetto friends and she still had all the people and like, you know, you have you had your normal friends and it's like, yeah girl, beat they ass. Or sorry. <laughs> yeah girl, beat them up. Or you have them say, yeah, come on, call them. Uh-uh, she said blah, 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 beat her butt. She deserve it. She deserve it. Like, you got people egging you on. And Cardi already a, um, a firecracker. Like, you light her up, she take off. Like, I just think at a certain point, somebody should have said, girl, you need to think about your child. You need to think about your future. Like, you don't need to be mad at them. You need to be mad at him. And... She thought, I think she thought that by hiring people, sorry, <laughs> I think she thought that by hiring people, she was out of the, um, she was kind of out of the line of fire and then Nikki got involved and it just took off and Nikki knew what she was doing. Um, and so now we're here. So yeah. Cardi, if you ever listen to this or somebody come across it that know you, 
First of all, I love you, girl. That's number one. And number two, please make better choices. Please, I want you around forever. I'm definitely Barty Gang. Gang, gang. All right, y'all. That brings me to the end of my top three topics. Um, So, I guess we'll kick it into Song of the Week. Which is going to be changed to Songs of the Week. <laughs> um, Let's see. We are going to Song of the Week. Two songs is going to be Got Me by Ari Lennox. Omen, that's it. Ty Dolla Sign and Drizzy. So I'm going to add that to my playlist. And then the second song is going to be... Actually, I got three songs. Sorry. The sec- the third, the second song is Easy, the remix uh, featuring Chris Brown, and that's by Danny Lee. If y'all ain't listen to her, she kind of cold, too. Um, she gives me, like, you know, I really like songs that give me, like, a real chill vibe. Dang. Actually, I'm sorry. I got four songs. <laughs> um, the third song... <laughs> Is I being by Ari Lennox. <laughs> I've just been listening to a lot of music this last couple of weeks. This last week. Like I've been really in my office just jamming. Um, and then the fourth song. Did I put that song on there? Let me go look at my playlist. Because I think I like that song too. I didn't. Boom. And then the fourth song is um Purple Emoji. And that's with by Ty Dolla Sign featuring J. Cole. So those are your top four songs this week. <laughs> so we'll uh, repeat them. Um, Got Me uh, with Ty Dolla Sign, Ari Lennox, Omen, and Drizzy. Uh, the second song is Easy um, by Danny Lee featuring Chris Brown. The third song is I Been by Ari Lennox. And then the fourth song is Purple Emoji by Todd Dolla Sign featuring J. Cole. So, top four songs of the week. <laughs> Go ahead and listen to them. Um, I said, I think I said like when I get to 15 songs that I'll release it. And I think I, we got one more song to go. So next week I post probably like three more. <laughs> and, um, I will release the playlist so y'all could go ahead and listen to it. And of course, I just consistently add songs. If you honestly, I think that I want to make this like a thing. So if you have a song that you're like, yo, this is like ride, and I think that she'll like that, and I think that her fans will like that, let me know. I'm always open to like posting songs on the playlist and allowing people to see it. So definitely um let me know what y'all think. So yeah, I think that's all i have for this week i hope everybody has a wonderful prosperous and blessed week and i pray that you all succeed and strive in everything that it is in every goal that you want to achieve this week and that you are just phenomenal black white latino any whatever race that you are i pray that you are just phenomenal in your section of the world No, that's for real. I pray that everybody, you know, just excels in their community, but excels for the world itself because we are living in a hopeless place. Shouts out to Riri. Right. I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Of course, y'all know where to find me. I'm always available on all social media, uh, all streaming platforms. 
uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and some other stuff that I'm going, I swear I'm going to know the word, what they are, and Anchor, the home team. So, shouts out to y'all. Bye!